Okay, I know it's easy to say and tough to do any of these things that I share with you as words of quote-unquote wisdom, knowledge, or understanding. But when things happen to you, whether they are tragic or devastating, I guess in some way there are lessons in there. Again, easy to say it when you're observing it or hearing about it, about a friend or a relative, close or not. When things happen like that and they're terrible, actually physical deaths or maladies or emergencies in the hospital, it's easy to say, man, I feel sympathy or I try to express some empathy. But what happens to you directly, like your loved one, your spouse, your partner, your child, your parent, that's got to be even harder to do. I, I haven't had those necessarily, those kind of experiences directly, very close. You know, just ignore the ones about me personally on stroke and heart surgery. But you hear about people that you know and love have gone through devastating physical loss of a human being, a spirit, a life that's now not physically present. That's got to be ridiculously hard to reason through, to be intellectually above the drama. Yeah, I can say that, but no, it's not possible. Even conceptually for me, I can't imagine that level of stress, trauma that you have to go through and to survive. Now, I say that because even given the luxury of being able to observe and hear about and listen to people you love and know, or even ones you don't know, hearing about these devastating events happening, and more and more now, maybe because the holiday season tends to accentuate or amplify how bad it seems. Again, easy to say this part. Good, bad, or indifferent, or good, bad, and ugly in your life, none of them can sustain. None of them are permanent. They're all transient points in this called, thing called journey of life. And I talk about and share these hopefully not so empty words about resilience or the book or even this podcast. But as I said before, I'm not offering you any solutions or answers or the way to be more perfect than you already are. You are that already. Hard, again, easy to say that when you don't have, as I say, a pot to piss in and you're going you're gonna to listen to me saying I'm perfect. Rightly so, you can call me full of bullshit. You could. And we're offering, from my perspective, my experiences that I've been through, no way close to yours or probably not even a good approximation, approximation of yours. But it is for me what I have observed and relate to you as my sincere, original recollection of what I've done, haven't done, did, didn't do, ignored or accepted. But either way, on that spiral of realization and perspective, that's what I'm sharing with you. Now, of course, if it comes across as 
you know what? This is totally unuseful to me. I get that. And for me, it's not about notoriety or applause or thank you. But maybe what I'm doing, as I said before, honestly and sincerely, if what I'm saying and presenting to you doesn't help, then feel free to ignore. That is not my motivation to either annoy or confuse or give you more factoids of irrelevance. That's not my intention. The intention is not even mine. As I mentioned in other podcasts, these thoughts, ideas, the thinking is not mine to hold on to or to prescribe and say, I'm going to say this today. I'm given to you, sharing with you what's been given to me. It is not for me to hold, withhold, and say, oh, it's only for certain people who are worthy. Yeah, if that was the mentality, then that applies to me. I can't share this with myself first, which is essentially what I'm doing right now. I thank you all for downloading and listening to any of my podcasts. But even right now, essentially, I'm recording this. Yes, in my heart of hearts, it is for someone who might want to hear it and need to hear it. It'll be available. But the one who needs to hear it, wants to hear it, and should hear it on repeat is myself. So in a kind of like a yin and yang thing, chicken and egg thing, I need to do this for me. It didn't, shouldn't come across as selfish and now you're able to sit into this one-on-one monologue with myself. I do have the interest of sharing this message. It goes right back to what I'm coming to learn late in life, but later, better than never, about why I'm here. That question of why will never, ever be answered for, for any of us. But it comes down to what I have, what I have been through, what I have to go through, what that I live and love right now. That should be my focus. That should center me on what I can do with this moment, with these moments, these 500 seconds that I'm sharing with you and, yeah, with myself. So if no one in this world gets it, whatever it is that I'm speaking of in the book, in the podcast, in my presence, when I walk out this door, in the traffic, it really shouldn't matter until I have recognized what I'm saying that makes sense to me and to my heart, to this body, to spirit, to this grace, to my gratitude of even be able to enunciate something sensible. But I hope is useful, but hope is a good thing. Just like belief and faith are great things as a foundation when I find myself unmoored or rudderless out there floating around, which happens every day, something brings me back into that word that I mentioned to you, two words. One about resilience, one about reducing the impatience. 
that is manifested in other ways to take me away from my resilience. And sorry, pardon me for the short, slight rant about things that are urgent and painful to get through. Words probably won't resolve it, but I hope it serves as some modest salve to get through this moment into whatever comes next. It doesn't really matter what comes next. It matters on what do you have in your heart and hands right now. Thank you for listening. As always, please stay present. Please stay current. And do remember, it's always 820.